everybody. This is Jim Gavin coming at you from the Key of Awesome Music podcast. Today's episode is about musical instruments, whether you'd like them to be real or virtual. And there's lots of discussion about both. Um, but for me, I would rather have organic or real instruments. It really shows a musician's raw, natural talent and abilities um, in playing an actual instrument rather than just manipulating a bunch of sounds and noises uh, using programs. There are benefits to both, obviously, and I actually use both myself. Um, so just so you have an idea, when I record at home, I use an acoustic guitar. Usually it's a Martin acoustic guitar, acoustic electric. Uh, I also use a Fender Stratocaster. Um, it's, it's a Mexican Strat for electric guitars when I record. Um, I also use a Rode microphone for recording acoustic guitar and vocals. Um, and then I, I usually track bass with my Epiphone bass and uh, plug in with my Yamaha keyboard when I want to add in um, piano sounds, uh, whether that's playing an actual piano or a keyboard or synth or strings or something along that, that nature. And I also use a ukulele um, for recording as well sometimes. Pretty basic uh, ukulele um, that I got from a local store. At any rate, I have all of that, plus I use... GarageBand and Logic Pro to for editing um, for coming up with sounds that I don't that I can't come up with without having the actual instruments on me because I can only purchase so many instruments uh, and store them so many places in my house. Um, so anytime I want to have like a single violin sort of sound and the keyboard isn't giving me a real one, I go into GarageBand and I figure out what I'd like to have sound, record it, and then send it to myself in an email and plug it into Logic Pro, the, the project that I have going on for whatever song it is. So just so you have an idea, I use both. Um, I also use a version of Auto-Tune in Logic Pro uh, for my voice uh, because, you know, I'm human. I'm not perfect. Uh, I don't overuse it for sure. I just kind of make sure that it doesn't wiggle too far away from what key the song is in. Um, and you can definitely tell if you have an ear for it and have listened for it before. You can tell, ooh, that's a little bit out, or oh, that's just right. Um, so yeah, just so you have an idea. Um, I'm not trying to say one is better than the other because I use quite frequently both versions of what we're talking about here, organic instruments and then virtual instruments. But um, just a little bit uh, about it from maybe an outsider's standpoint. Uh, the world is yearning, or maybe they don't even know it yet, but wants something more raw and real in regards to music. Take the Lumineers debut album. If you've never heard it, do yourself a favor and get it as soon as possible. It's worth listening to since it's real storytelling and raw talent. It has a very live feel to it. It almost sounds like they gathered everyone in a circle, dropped a mic in the middle and said, go. At times you can even hear talking in the middle of songs or at the beginning or the end of them. It's very unique. You just don't hear records like that anymore. This album I'm talking about went platinum as well. So it's already received attention from over 1 million people who went out and bought it. Raw, natural talent like this is too few and far between in modern popular music. Gone are the days of Motown musicians that record an entire album in a couple hours. I'm sure there are still bands out there who prefer to record this way and are very good at it, and I give them a ton of credit for wanting to stay true to performing live and being a master of their respective instruments. There is something to be said about that. But we are and have been in the area where multi-tracking to the cows come home is standard procedure. And not even that, a lot of popular music nowadays isn't even real instruments. They are pre-programmed beats, loops, and samples of real instruments, but in virtual form. It's easy to tell the difference between pre-programmed and virtual instruments. Um, 
they're so perfect. There's nothing wrong with the performance of them or the sound of how they are already mixed. Real instruments are, without a doubt, flawed, and they should be. Nothing and no one in life is perfect, so it should be reflected and embraced as much as possible in life. There's comfort in knowing we are not perfect, so we are all in the same boat together. Auto-tune, or if you'd want to refer to it as Melodyne, which is an, a uh, voice-correcting software program, uh, phasers, effects, the list goes on and on. All the studio magic can manipulate sound in a way that a raw live performance cannot and will never do. This studio magic doesn't sound natural, though. What really made things jump to the next level with studio magic is a flawed performance of a popular song in the studio. Thanks to Cher from Sonny and Cher, who wasn't able to hit the correct note in the song Believe, we have autotune. From what I know of it, autotune was meant to correct a bad note here and there, but not take over an entire song like how it is used now by artists like Kanye and Drake. When used correctly, autotune just cleans up a vocal performance that might be slightly off. When used incorrectly, it makes the human voice sound like a combination of a robot and an alien. Neither are natural sounds for our voices, and I know that if I was putting any music out, I wouldn't want my voice to sound not like me. And if you misuse autotune, it will sound not like you. It will sound like a different person. Um, as the late 90s, early 2000s phase goes, let's keep it real, folks, and not have behind fancy studio effects, which can make any sound perfect. We're not perfect. Life isn't perfect. Let's not be hide behind our flaws, but expose them to each other in tiny increments. There's no reason to sugarcoat life, just like there's no reason to sugarcoat music. It will make us more compassionate towards one another and help us feel like we are not so alone. It works not only in music, but in life as well. And one last thing to bring this topic full circle. Music, as well as other forms of audio and visual media, is meant to bring out our humanness. The only way to do that is to be unapologetically yourself and not afraid to make mistakes or fall down. Everybody loves an underdog, and a band like the Lumineers, and so many others out there for that matter, need your support and vote of confidence. Let's take the bull by the horns and continue to change the way music is made. We'll all be better off for it, musicians and non-musicians alike. So that's a little uh, excerpt from something I was ranting on uh, late at night uh, a few months ago, and it was just something I kind of got on my soapbox for a little bit there. Um, but it was necessary for me to do. I was just hearing so much stuff on the radio that just sounds like every other thing and that I've heard, especially on pop radio stations. So many things sound the same. It sounds like they're using the same sample loops, the same guitar progressions, the same musical melodies and, and rhythms. And it's just, man, let's get back to being original again and creative and using real instruments. Um, obviously, the Lumineers found a way to to do that. And Mumford and Sons has done the same thing. I bring these two artists up because they use mostly acoustic instruments, whether it's acoustic guitar, mandolin, um, uh, sometimes ukuleles here and there, drums, real drums, you know, uh, violin, real violin, not like a uh, recording of it that you play through the system that no one would know any better, you know. And that brings me to another point. Real singing live instead of lip syncing. I don't understand what the biggest, newest trend with all these artists lip syncing. It doesn't make sense to me. It's not, it's being completely false. It's not, it's a lie. When you're going in front of other people, pretending and playing it off like you are singing, when the, even the person who is not a musician can hear, wow, that sounds just like the recording. Well, that's because it is the recording. And so, so what if you make mistakes? Let's embrace it. There's no reason to lip sync. It's not real. I would hate to go to a concert and discover that my favorite artist lip synced the whole time. 
to me, that's just like faking it. It's not, it's not right. It's like almost trying to get one over on people. And I just don't agree with it. So I would never do that myself because I would just feel like I was jipping people and knowingly jipping people. That's being deceitful. That's trying to con somebody. That's trying to, you know, get the best of them. At any rate, um, I digress. That's it for us today, guys. This is Jim Gavin from the Key of Austin Music Podcast. Have a great rest of the day. Bye-bye. Thank you.